everyone. Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. For today, we will continue with our series of monthly conversations on the municipal market as we will take some time examining the latest municipal market guide from the UBS Chief Investment Office, the title Empire State Issuer Shine. Uh, We are fortunate to have with us today the publication's lead author, a senior municipal strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Is Kathleen McNamara. Uh, with that, Kathleen, good morning to you. Welcome back, and thank you for spending some time today with our listeners and their clients. Good morning, Dan, and thanks for having me on this morning. Absolutely. So, uh, Kathleen, perhaps we can begin with a market update. Now, within the Muni Market Guide, you do mention how the Muni Rally has stalled. So, can you speak a bit to the catalysts behind this, as well as share a near-term Muni Market Outlook? Uh, Sure, Dan. I mean, following a very strong municipal bond rally in the final two months of 2023, which you may recall, performance on tax paper did cool starting in January. And that price weakness has also extended into February. We attribute that weaker tone in munis in large parts of the conflicting inflation data that added to investor concerns that the Federal Reserve may need to wait longer before it cuts rates in 2024. Reacting to this change in investor sentiment that rate cuts will now occur later in 2024, yields on benchmark treasury securities moved higher. Those higher yields pulled munis along, but at a much slower pace. As a point of reference on a year-to-date basis, investment-grade munis are holding up better than their taxable counterparts. In the near term, we expect muni market technicals to soften a bit in the March-April timeframe, and that is consistent with seasonal trends. As a result, we expect to see some better buying opportunities for investors in the days and weeks ahead. So, Kathleen, as a follow-up, I'm curious, how have fund flows looked recently, as well as the pace of new issuance? Uh, sure, Dan. It's interesting that uh, you know muni mutual funds um, have now reported six straight weeks of net cash inflows. But by contrast, muni ETF flows have been pretty much mixed in this early part of 2024. At the same time, at this early stage in this uh, new year, the pace of gross new muni issuance is running at only about 3% ahead of the very low level seen one year earlier. That said, as I said before, we, we do anticipate that supply is going to move higher over the March-April timeframe, and that will lead to a wider opportunity set for muni buyers. With respect to positioning within the asset class, can you walk our listeners through some of the portfolio themes cited within this month's guide? Sure, Dan. Um, In this month's report, we do highlight two themes in in our portfolio theme section. I mean, the first is with respect to positioning along the curve. We favor short-dated taxable bonds in the one- to three-year range for liquidity and reinvestment opportunities, along with an allocation to longer-dated tax-exempt municipal bonds at the 12-year maturity point and beyond, and that's to lock in durable tax-free income with the potential for capital gains appreciation if um, rates do decline by the end of the year, as, as we expect that they will. Second, sticking with CIO's broader messages and focus, which is to buy quality bonds, we favor high-quality municipal sectors. State governments, electric utilities, and water and sewer debt make that list. We also believe that state housing finance agencies are well-positioned from a credit standpoint and offer investors an opportunity to earn incremental yield within the investment-grade universe. Okay, now turning to the Spotlight article for this month, Kathleen, it does focus on New York State bond issuers, an annual review of widely held New York credits. What can you share with us there? Sure. I mean, in this 
section of the municipal market guide, you know, we examine the results from our annual review of widely held New York credits, as you just mentioned. And in our report, we conclude that by and large, New York's major bond issuers exhibit sound credit profiles. While credit quality spreads on the Empire State's issuers' bonds have tightened over the past year, along with the broader market, these bonds continue to provide meaningful tax benefits for in-state New York investors. Thus, we expect demand for New York paper to remain strong in the foreseeable future. In our report, we take a little bit of a deeper dive and we assess the relative value for the top eight New York-based obligors to provide portfolio guidance for muni investors interested in positioning assets in that space. We encourage our research followers and listeners to read that report. And as always, we welcome feedback, questions, and suggestions on any of the content. Well, Kathleen, as always, thank you for dropping by top of the morning, spending some time with our listeners, our clients, and keeping them informed on CIO's latest thinking when it comes to the municipal bond market. I'm looking forward to picking back up with our conversation again next month, though. Thank you again for your time today. Thanks for having me on this morning. Again today, we have been joined by Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Kathleen has been speaking to the latest municipal market guide, uh, that title, Empire State Issuer Shine. The publication is now located up on UBS.com slash CIO, though for clients of UBS, simply reach out to your UBS financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of the publication directly. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cass. Thank you for joining us. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 